0: welcome to our podcast murder mystery and mayhem laced with morality where all authors and experts are invited to share learn and together make this a better world where light pierces through the darkness with the spoken and written word i'm excited for our guest today her name is judith mcneese i hope i pronounced that okay judith yes you did thank god i had the honor of meeting her online on the gram instagram And we connected as fellow authors and she answered my call um, for those of you who are launching books. Um, She lives in southwestern Michigan where she's lived for her whole life with her husband and four of their seven children. Um, I laughed about that earlier because I have between my husband and I seven children. Um, They also live with their three dogs. I've got one of those and and a kitty and the family loves to travel together. She fancies herself an amateur adventurer. She has decided that she must see all 50 states before she dies, and she constantly drags her husband along for the ride. She has seen 33 states so far, and she still believes her home state is one of the most beautiful there is. I agree. I agree. Michigan's gorgeous. She's been a lover of writing and reading since childhood, and her family believes she spends an inordinate amount of time reading. She enjoys curling up in her recliner with a soft blanket, a hot cup of tea, and a good romance. Her love of romance books combined with her love of Jesus prompted her to begin writing novels for those who appreciate clean romances with a strong Christian message. She doesn't believe in drama for drama's sake, but she does strive to deliver a really delicious story and tackle tough issues while maintaining her integrity as a Christian in everything she writes, whether fiction or nonfiction. And one of her favorite things to do is to share her thoughts on her faith, her family, and her writing. She's written for several blogs in the past, including two of her own. And I'm so excited to hear that because I can't wait for you to guess a blog for us. (laughs) She is a proud stay home at a stay home um stay-at-home mom a stepmom a foster mom and an adoptive mom oh you forgot dog mom I forgot that one.
1: <laughs> and um, grandma i'll have to add that <laughs> to the website too
0: grandma oh no you're too young you look oh you look like a baby <laughs> um yeah. so all of this gives her lots of fodder uh, for her posts and novels she holds a b.a in english from western michigan university and is a member of American Christian Fiction Writers and ChristianWriters.com. Welcome, Judith. Thank
1: you. <laughs> okay, so Grandma, how, how old is a grandbaby? He just turned one. Oh, he must be so delicious. Oh, He's goodness. adorable. <laughs>
0: oh, wow. So well, we talked a little bit about your genre. How would you specifically label your genre?
1: I write in contemporary Christian romance. Mm -hmm. And what led you to write in this genre? Well, I am a voracious reader, um, and I am a romantic at heart. And my favorite author is Jane Austen, has been since high school. And so when I decided that it was time to sit down and write, I chose to write in the romance genre because it's what I love to read.
0: Okay, that makes sense. Well, you've been invited to our expert series to discuss your journey as a writer. And so in a nutshell, describe your journey before and after being published.
1: All right. Well, I got bit by the writing bug in about fourth grade when I uh, wrote my first poem that I submitted to the local newspaper and won and got to be in the paper and Uh, They let me be in a parade and I was on the news and everything and I got really excited about it and so I started writing a lot. I wrote all the way through school and when I went to college I um, won a writing contest in my first community college as well and um, ended up majoring in English and had a strong focus in writing and so all through the years I kind of have just been a writer at heart I, written word. Uh, As an introvert, it's much easier for me to write things down than it is for me to speak it out. And so that kind of got me started on the writing path. Now, when I decided that I wanted to publish, um, I I started doing a lot of research Um, in my particular genre. I um, I wanted to be able to be. Unapologetically loud about my faith. I wanted to okay. be able to write what I wanted to write about God and about the scripture. And so I decided that self-publishing was right for me. Mm-hmm. Um I once I decided that I kind of did a lot of research uh, everything I learned about self-publishing has basically basically been through research um, and okay. I, I've met a lot of mentors that have helped me out as well uh, mm-hmm. Tony Shiloh is self-published and she uh, spent some time talking to me um, also Christina Hall uh, was really helpful when I was um, Basically, trying to learn the ropes, I guess you'd say, of self-publishing, and so uh, that's kind of everything in a nutshell. There. Okay, good.
0: Um, so, did you did you like hire an editor and all of those things, or did you self-edit?
1: I did a lot of things myself. Um, I did have a few readers that that read my um my novel once it was complete I don't want to say that I hired an editor because none of them are actually editors but I did okay. have people that kind of combed through it and said okay you need to change this and so okay. uh, but pretty much everything I did myself and then kind of got input from other people who are in the industry so okay got it got it all right but t-
0: so you did get feedback from others okay that's good and you are. Got- Remember, remember you said you had mentors, so those are all things that are really good. So what advice can you share with our author community regarding building your platform?
1: Start building it before you need it. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) You know, the thing about it is whether you want to self-publish or whether you want to try to find a publisher, You're going to need it either way. Publishers are one of the things that they ask you when you're submitting your proposals is what is your website? How many newsletter subscribers do you have? What is your social media? So it's something that no matter who you are, you're going to need it if you're going to try to promote your book.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: And you definitely get an author website. So if if it's not something that you're um, technically savvy to, there's so many different tutorials online. I built my website by myself and I'm the least technical person that I know. I ask my 11-year-old daughter when I need help with online stuff. So if (laughs) I can build a website, anybody can build a website.
0: (laughs) That is rich. And your website is beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, I like. Oh, I like it. Wow, that's encouraging. So, yeah, you're you're better woman than I am. I built a couple of my own websites, um, but they were not as beautiful as yours. Um, so i had to I had to go to the experts. Um, so, <laughs> are there any words of encouragement that you can offer to authors struggling with things like rejection, disappointment, and isolation?
1: Well, I'm gonna say it took me 34 years from the time that I wanted to write to the publication of my first book. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are a lot of talented writers in the world and the ones that are successful got that Mm -hmm. way because they didn't give up. So keep going, keep praying, keep learning, keep improving. Success doesn't happen overnight, but you gotta just keep plugging away at it.
0: Good, that's so good. And Well, most writers are self-employed or they have other jobs besides writing. And it creates a demand for being organized and scheduling. And, and you have you have a, a lot of kiddos. So can you share your method to keeping focused and organized?
1: Well, I think that I have an advantage over people who do work outside of the home because I am able to work my writing schedule around the rest of my life. Um, So that's been helpful, but the thing that I do that really helps me the most is just um, I I treat it like a job. I treat my writing Mm -hmm. like I would an actual job that I go to and I clock into. And so um, I I guess that would be my advice to other people is make sure that you schedule time to write, because if you don't, then there's always going to be something that comes up that can keep you from doing that. Whether it's important or not, you know, there's always something that's kind of demanding our time. And so um, and treat it like it's an important um, event in your life and don't let people rob you of it. Um, In the beginning, I did a lot with word count goals and that kept me motivated and focused. Now, I'm, I am don't really need that as much. Um, I do keep a calendar that I write my monthly goals on and kind of keep that in the forefront of my mind so that when I do have dedicated time to work on my writing business, because it is a business when you're self-publishing, um, I just keep myself focused that way um, by looking at kind of my goals for the month, what I want to accomplish, what needs to be done on certain days um, now that I'm... Kind of promoting and things like that. I have different appointments that I have to do on certain days, and so um, just kind of keeping on top of those things so that you don't miss those important deadlines. And that's going to be really important to people who are working with editors and publishers and things like that. Because if your editor needs you to have, you know, ten chapters to her by such and such a day, and you are only on chapter two, and it's due tomorrow, you know, you're going to yeah. have problems so keeping it all written down and making sure you know where it is that's really important and
0: I love what you said about taking it seriously treating your writing like a job even if you are even if you have another job and I know most writers have other jobs it's it's just the truth of the matter but still treating it as a job and and being committed to to your deadlines and even if they're self-imposed making sure that you do that and did you ever use NaNoWriMo
1: to to do workout? I started NaNoWriMo last November, <laughs> and okay. a week into it, I got COVID. Oh, oh my goodness! Okay. Yeah, so I was hmm. sick for all of November and all of <laughs> December. It wasn't all um, COVID. I just my children are in the public school system, and they brought home every little bit of crud that was in there. But <laughs> so I did not win. But um, yeah, I, I did, and I actually use a program called NovelPad, and they okay. have a goal setting section in there, um, and so that's where I typically do my goal setting is write in NovelPad.
0: Okay, NovelPad. Okay, so our listeners have another, um, they have another uh, tool for their toolbox. NovelPad. That's that's awesome. It's a good way to, um, you know, make sure you do those word counts. You know, right. So how. How and why do you recommend lacing our writing with morality?
1: Well, I write for Jesus, and that's my bottom line. So that means that my writing is going to be Christian, and it's going to use Scripture. And I mean, I could probably achieve greater commercial success if I wrote steamy romance, because that's really, really (laughs) popular right now. (laughs) Um, But it wouldn't be good for my readers and it wouldn't be good for me. I want my writing to please God and edify other people, even while writing about social issues that are important to me. And so I can write a novel about a character who is in foster care Uh, I can write a novel about a character who is struggling with body image issues. I can write those things, but I can do it in a way that glorifies God and doesn't uh, cause other people to have to question their own morals and their own light. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's good. Well, we're about to wrap up our time together, but can you
0: share with our audience any upcoming projects or events you're involved in or books you're about to release? Mm -hmm.
1: I actually do have a book that is releasing April 1st, and it is going to be exclusively on Amazon. So for everybody else, I apologize, but I did want it to be available on Kindle Unlimited since this is my first release. Um, But it is book one of my Tranquil Shores Romance series, which is a family saga. And I have five planned books and a novella within that book. So um, book one is finished. That's the one that's releasing April 1st. And I'm working on book two right now, as well as a novella that is going to be exclusively for my newsletter subscribers. Um, And that's going to be based on... Character who's not a part of the family that the saga is about but you learn about her in book one. So um, That is what I'm currently working on is book two and that novella That's exciting because
0: Whenever I find an author that I I love I want to binge like everything that they write So I'm (laughs) excited that you have a bunch of projects uh, lined up Um, So how can people you know, how can people sign up for your newsletter?
1: Well, the easiest way to do that would be to go to my um, website, which is judithmcneese.com. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram, and I have links uh, to my newsletter in both of those. And I am also on Goodreads, and I do love hearing from my readers. Um, So you can also send me emails at judith at judithmcneese.com. Uh, So any of those ways are good ways to reach out, to find the newsletter. Um, I have devotionals on my blog if people are wanting to read um, some of the nonfiction that I have written. And so, yeah, um, there's a short story right now that's on there. Um, It's uh, flash fiction that I wrote last fall that's currently kind of my newsletter freebie. So it's kind of just a sample of my writing if anybody is interested in that. And so, yeah, that's what I have for now. And so I have to spell your
0: name out for for everyone. It says M C N E E S McNeese, right? Make sure you yeah. So make sure when you plug that in, you um, you get that. Well, oh my goodness, I cannot believe we're um, out of time, Judith. But I've learned so much from you, and I know our listeners have. And so um, I enjoyed our time together. Thank you so much for coming back, coming on, and I hope you come back.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for having me, and I'd be glad to.
0: Yeah, we'd love to have you back when you release your other two books. We're talk about them. Yeah. Well, let's not forget to use our words to pierce through the darkness.